rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up? Hello, my friends. This is Tara Devlin. Thank you for hanging out. This is our regular Saturday evening spot. It's a little bit later, of course, because that's the way it is. We have to adjust. I, I mean... If you want to have a daily show at a set time, please become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. Like tonight's sponsor did that. They went over to patreon.com slash Tara Devlin and decided that, yeah, we stick together, we win. That we are in this together. She, This person understands that we're on the right side of history decency dignity and democracy and without a liberal media we don't stand a chance so i want to say that tonight's show is sponsored by claire de berardino de berardino yes claire de berardino Thank you, Claire. I hope I didn't mangle your name, but I know, I don't need to know your name. I know your heart. I appreciate, well, I do need to know your name. It matters. I care about you, Claire. I love you, Claire. Claire, what are you doing for the next 40 years, Claire? I'm just kidding. I don't know who you are, but I'm really glad that you decided to join us here and join the Tarabuster community to keep the show going and growing. Thank you, Claire, for taking that leap. And also, it may, it means a lot that you're... I, I know how everyone is stretched thin now, and everywhere you go, people are asking for support. So I have to... I just want to say, I do see that. I appreciate that. You went out of your way to support this show. We're in this together. So, if, thank you. Thank you, Claire. And thank you, everyone else. Thank you, White Rabbit. Thank you, M. David Sohrabi. These are our, uh, some, well, White Rabbit, who's an old patron. And White Rabbit upped his patronage. But also, White Rabbit does me, he's been, um, or she. I don't even know, White Rabbit. I don't know what... I don't know anything about you, White Rabbit. So, except that you cut the videos. You've been timing my uh, my shows, and it really makes a difference. It helps, because people can go jump to the certain clips they want to jump to. So, and White Rabbit informed me that they have been editing little clips. So, I appreciate that. Well, that, that'll keep the show that'll get the word out so thank you and also justin burke uh, another february patron guys 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 thanks a lot okay the show isn't all plugs right uh, not all of it There's some of it it's a necessary evil i didn't win the lottery i told you i was very upset about that but maybe gotta be in it to win it who knows all right not that i'm i mean that's it's sad that this is that's the new american retirement policy 
if you win the lottery. Guys, thank you, Errol Thomas, for your super chat right out of the gate. And I also see the chat room is filling up. So if you're on any other platform, come on over to youtube.com slash C for channel slash RD, no, not RDC, slash Tarabuster. So youtube.com slash C slash Tarabuster. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat. And yeah, this is the real liberal media. It's the unapologetic liberal media. This is what we need. We see what's going on in Texas. I'm, I keep saying to myself, is it too soon to say, I told you so? When is it uh, acceptable? Now, I saw online that Jank Younger, or how do you pronounce his name? Unger and Younger? Jank Younger? Unger? He, he's got uh, some pushback. He tweeted something about uh, the guy. Wait, hold on, I got to. Joe Rogan went, he moved specifically to, uh, to Texas to, because uh, California was, was just too liberal for him, and he wanted, he needed the freedom of Texas. And I'm not, I don't know about, I'm not a big whatever. I don't really know Jenk Younger or whatever. But he tweeted is something about uh jenk i mean uh joe rogan basically saying what i'm saying i told you so i don't want people to suffer i really don't i don't want anybody to die i really don't uh i'm this is what's going on there's a child died of hypothermia here in the united states but then so jenk younger people were pushing back on him uh progressives were saying you're an asshole don't uh bring you know that's mean all the we're not like that that's i'm trying to find the exact tweet i i didn't expect i it came up in my mind so i wasn't prepared let me see let me see what's the guy's name joe rogan right i'm looking for it i'm looking for it and but uh, when do when do when is it okay to point out i guess i'm just trying to walk that fine line when is is it okay to point out that this is the result of the your so-called party of personal responsibility the government in texas is broken this is this what republicans do We've been telling you, they don't care about you. Whether you're, if your lights go on and you have running water, good or bad, they don't care. Either way, if it blows back on them, they care. They pretend to care for a minute. And then they go back to suckling the, the, the system that broke everything to begin with. Will they learn their lesson? Will the um, those who, who voted? Now, I know that there are millions of normal people living in Texas, and they're fighting like hell to turn Texas blue. And But I know there are a lot of Republicans that are a lost cause. They will never see the light. I saw this clip today of a woman whose husband died tragically 
in uh, of high i don't know if it was of a hypothermia but she went out to check on he had fallen in the yard and she went out and he was already cold from a direct result of Republican incompetence. Now, I wondered if this woman, she seemed, I mean, she's older woman. The guy was an older guy. They kind of fit that demographic, that Republican demographic. So I just wondered when, I wouldn't say it now. Hey, lady, what are you doing? But... Can't you see everything that they do? The whole um, let's have our own power grid. I was thinking about it today. What is the point of them? Well, I think about that every day, really. What's the point of Republicans? Because what are they bringing to the table to this civilization, to the country? They li- I know for a fact, we see it with our own eyes. They like waving the flag. They like that. They like wearing T-shirts with eagles on them. Uh, what else? They like stars. They like uh, saying these colors don't run. But what's the point of them other than that? What do they bring to the United States? Ted Cruz? Somebody who flees in the midst of a crisis? He's just doing the Republican thing. That's what they do. And as you see, yet again, conservatism fails. It always does. It's a, it's a matter of who's holding the hot potato. This is what happened. You know, was, uh, that is exactly what Twitler said. He's, when they warned him at one time that his policies, he was going to crash the economy. And he said, what do I care? It's not going to happen until I'm out of the office here. It's not, I'm not, I won't be in office, so it doesn't matter. So whoever's going to have that be holding the, that, the bag when the Ponzi scheme unravels, uh, sucks to be you. That's the Republican way. You get it? It's the truth. And, of course, AOC, the person who... These Republicans have turned her into a demon. She's doing more for the people of Texas than their own goddamn senator. Right? Am I right or am I right? Yeah. So, I don't know. I wonder when, see, being a Republican, here's the thing. I saw another tweet from Matt Getz, of course, another useless, all of the useless people right, are in the Republican Party. Although all Republicans aren't useless people, all useless people are Republican. You see, it works again. And he tweeted, just, I guess he was feeling it. Feeling the Republican way, he he tweeted that Ted Cruz should have never apologized. But of course not. We didn't expect. See, actually, I was a little bit taken aback that he did apologize because that's not Republican. They never apologize. I guess he ran out of wiggle, wiggling. He decided to go with. All right, I f- effed up. 
Because being a Republican means never saying you're sorry. That's it. You don't have to apologize for your indifference. Your, you don't apologize for your ineptitude. And you, you don't apologize for a damn insurrection. That's another thing Ted Cruz has brought to this country. Insurrection. And then I did an advanced Twitter search. I was looking up Ted Cruz. What All of the things he said about AOC. Of course, she is one of their uh, favorite, all the right-wingers. That She is their favorite foil. And we, I've, I've uh, talked about it on the show. I almost had complained. We don't complain. Complaining is, la- is a waste of energy. We talk about solutions here. We point out the problem and we talk about solutions. But they, I was, I looked up Ted Cruz uh, and AOC and all, he's in his Twitter feed. You're a liar. You're, they're not, not, not bringing uh, any examples. This is what they do. Attacking, crazy. Trying to make her like Marjorie Taylor Greene. This is the tactic. By bringing absolutely no, ex- any, no, absolutely any example. No examples. Just, well, well, that's being a Republican. You don't have to bring examples. Different rules. Right? Uh, wait, hold on. Here it is. The, the tweet I was trying to find. Jenk Younger says, only, the only upside of Texas power outages is people like Joe Rogan, who were so proud to leave California and move to Texas, freezing their asses off. They said they wanted less government. Congrats. Mission accomplished. I hope you're not asking the government to come and help you. Hashtag freedom. Now, of course government is going to help them. Because this is the United States. We're, we're not. And in fact, even if that wasn't part, if they weren't part of the United States, you know that we normal people, progressives, would help. But what, what, do, the, the, what does Texas, I understand, you know, people, we as progressives, as normal people, we, oh, you can only do so much in an effed up system. The Democratic, the normal, progressive, liberals, the normal people of Texas are working their asses off in this oppressed and oppressive right-wing controlled system. Right, exactly. So there's only so much you can do and uh, when you're working within the system. Republicans are grifters. They work outside the system they don't i mean insurrection that's the point it wasn't a a byproduct or or um an unfortunate accident it was more like a happy accident for them insurrection is the inevitable ending of the right-wing story here in the united states it always is it's about, it has always been about destroying democracy. So congratulations now in Texas 
what what's going on in Texas is uh, what I was thinking was they're completely off the grid. They have they don't want to be part of the United States. So I was wondering, I don't know, what 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 are they helping? Are they helping us? Is this but anyway, okay. I know there were normal people there and people are suffering. So let's it make sure uh, on top of this horrible accident, the only way we can get value out of this and and uh do something that turned uh poison into medicine, so to speak, is to point out the effing fact that the whole damn system came grinding to a halt and and beyond the whatever money these scum sucking parasites think they say or thought they saved it's not about saving money for you and me of course it's about funneling money into the arms of people who don't even live in that state while feeding this this pathology, this bullshit pathology of rugged individualism, you're not a rugged individual. You're either a normal person who can function in a civilization, or you get the f out. If you're if get out, like the Unabomber. This is what I always say. At least the Unabomber had integrity. Who he left. The civilization, well, you know, maybe that's the wrong word to use, but <laughs> these Republicans, they want all the benefit of civilization, but they don't want to have any of the responsibilities that we have to each other. And on top of it, they want to continue to lie and ensure that this will happen again if we let them. They will kill more people. Of course, they will cry their crocodile tears, but it's... It's like in, in my own life when I've complained, or <laughs> I've said it again, complained. I've shared with you guys before my frustrations with my sister who thinks she's a Republican. How dare she, really? It, it, it offends me, frankly. And uh, there's a long story about it. I, As you guys know, I think she, she thinks she's a Republican because, well, she doesn't know any better, but... Because she doesn't know history, reality, government, civics, none of that. And my father was a Republican, a, a, uh, one of these Reagan Democrat assholes. And um, so I think she, she thinks she's a Republican because so she, she's being loyal to him somehow. You know what I mean? Even though he was the only one. He was the outlier. But I've, I see it in my own life, having to try to explain to her because she's when my nieces and nephews were in college and the the college tuition is not cheap as we know here in the united states of serfs and lords like mitt romney said you get as much education as you can afford like in the good old days when the rich were the only ones that had the the ability to be educated and everybody else went and toiled in the field and shut your mouth and die and get your mansion when you're dead. Just don't pester your betters. But that this thing, the United States was supposed to be different than that. And my, all right, I'll, I'll be right back. This is Tara Devon. It's a cliffhanger.
But I was talking about my sister who was complaining to me one day about the tuition that the kids have coming out of college are saddled with overwhelming student loans, bills, constant bills. How can you get established if you're, you're, you gotta, you, your student loan is more than a mortgage would be? You can't buy a home. You can't, I mean, all of these things that you consider would be part of a functioning society. But anyway, my sister complaining, complaining, complaining about it. And I would point out to her, well, stop voting Republican, please. See, in her mind, she thinks that voting for the Republicans, it's better because then she's not um, being... I guess all of her money isn't going to go to welfare queens. When you pay taxes, it's not going to go to the welfare queens. It'll she'll be able to get a low taxes somehow, somewhere in her fantasy land. Of course, she's not in the she's not in the one percent, the tippy top one percent. That's for sure. That really benefit from the republicans, but. I tried to explain this to her, that this is all cause and effect. Everything is cause and effect, no matter what. That's a fundamental principle in Buddhism. It's the, a fundamental, because it's a fundamental principle of life. Everything is cause and effect. In the cause that you create, the effect is inherent. It, it, it's all a matter of time. That's why the Republicans do what they do. The timing well, who's holding the bag of, of uh, feces or the hot potato? Well, they don't care about that. They're spinning the wheel, rolling the dice. Whether it's going to happen today, tomorrow, as, as Rick Perry said, this is another, this is a black swan event. What's going on in Texas? This, the freeze and now the aftermath. Well, it's still, they're still freezing, but. It's all these black swan events. We're living in the, in, the, in the black swan world now. Every year we have black swan events. All these catastrophic weather events that you all the time. You, we, we, they say, oh, this is uh, the biggest storm in a hundred years. This is our hundred year storm. Two times in a row now. And... It's only just begun. We're in the consequences of climate change, of not doing anything about it. Everything is cause and effect. So when they decided not to winterize, some, oh, well, that might have worked out well in the short term, but hey, party of personal responsibility. Take some goddamn responsibility. That's why, how could they... They take responsibility. They don't take responsibility for the damn insurrection they inspired. We have videos about it. Videos of the, of the traitors saying we're here on Trump's command. Ted Cruz is on our side. We, but they, you know who they're blaming? Nancy Pelosi. Yes, Republicans have found the real culprit of the January 6th riot, 
the 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 insurrection it's nancy pelosi of course one of the victims one of the people they wanted to hang the one who someone said she would put a bullet in her brain after see that only happens thanks to a steady diet of bullshit of republican bullshit for an entire lifetime of feeding that and shoveling the lies into the easily led skulls of the right wing who clearly as i have said from the day i launched this podcast from the day i became politically aware that republicans are unfit they were unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation because they are incapable of functioning in a modern democracy. That's the bottom line. They are incapable. Look at it. They don't want to be part of the grid because they don't want the rest of us to tell them what to do to make their infrastructure able to withstand the hundred-year black swan event. Because now, who's going to pay? We will all pay the consequences of climate change and the Republican inaction. It's the irony. Uh, I don't know. What's the word? Is it irony? It's hypocrisy. It's it's tedious. Because it never stops. They never learn. So, although... So, uh, as far as the tweet with Jank Younger, when is it? Is is it? I I don't know. I don't like him. Whatever. He's what? I don't. I don't dislike him. I don't really follow him. I have to say, but I see that he generates strong feelings from people. People saying, uh, "Let's see." Poorer citizens who are dying because they don't have enough money to try to get warm. Really love your sentiment. People are jumping on him saying, I, uh, let's see. Lucky for them, President Biden is not vindictive. Yes, well, that's, that's another thing I was going to say. You see, what, what would be happening if this was Trump? Of course, Trump would send help to Texas. But if it happened to a blue state... There's none of this, you don't hear Joe Biden. Well, if you take out Texas, as they want to be taken out, as far as the grid is concerned, then we have a perfectly functioning energy grid. It's like Twitler said about the blue states. If you take out all the blue states, yeah, look, all those people who died in blue states, they don't count. They died of the Trump virus. Doesn't count. But I... I'm bringing this up, this tweet, because I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of like that. I feel the same way. I don't, I'm not trying to make people, I'm not, I'm not, uh, what's the word? I'm not happy people are suffering, but let's, let's learn this. When do we get to say, I told you so? Because, Maybe I'm wrong. Um, Let me see what you guys are saying in the chat. Because I believe we have a duty to say that. We have a duty to say, I told you so. You know? I told you so. What did you expect was going to happen? It's like when 
the well they deregulate everything this is what we were talking about the other day all the conservative failures deregulating the savings and loan industry deregulating wall street deregulating the uh, uh you know uh, mortgages everything blows up in your face and then you're holding the bag. It's it's all a matter of timing. Who Who is going to be holding the bag? Is it going to be you or me or who? Who will it be? Right? But it doesn't seem to matter. Nobody seems to change or we don't seem to be able to sit down and have that after action review and say, this is the problem. Conservatism is a big problem. It's not an ideology for a functioning society. I've asked this question forever. I'm, I'm asking again, show me a conservative country, a conservative government that's effective, where the people are happy, happy, free, wealthy, healthy. Show me. I don't see it all. I, I know that when conservative government what you have in conservative government is nothing but um, income disparity, upward immobility, hierarchy, concentrated wealth. And that's what we have here. And into this system, in order to keep that bullshit system going, they throw in the divide and conquer racist ideology, the racist tactic that... Unreal. Unreal. So when do we say, I mean, I don't know. And then, because when I read this tweet, I thought, am I an asshole too? Oh, I didn't mean to hit that button. <laughs> am I an asshole? See, that would be a good way to shut, stop the show. Am I an asshole too? And just go, bye. Now, I, that's why I, I guess I am in some ways. We're all, we all have our strengths and weaknesses, but I'm, I'm, is is it wrong to say, I told you so. I told you goddamn so. I, I don't want people to suffer. That's not the purpose of progressivism. We're trying to ensure that everybody, we're moving forward together. We're, you know, not everybody is uh, at the same level. We understand that. See, this, uh, I'm hearing them in my head uh, hitting me with the same old bullshit Republican lies and and distractions. Like, oh, you're a communist. You want everything the same. No. I just want a democracy that works. And you know what? Not only do I want a democracy that works, so do you. So do the people of Texas. They don't deserve this shit. Who does? How much do you have to hate yourself to make this, this build this, build that kind of system that fails when you need it the most? That's republicanism. And it's also why you see the right-wingers, they're excusing it. So if we don't say, I told you so, then nothing's going to change. Nothing down the road will change. Nobody will learn their lesson because the Republicans, they're great at getting away scot-free. That's for sure. Never having to change. 
blame. I mean, the fact that they blame the Green New Deal on the failure of Texas says it all. It speaks volumes. And Ted Cruz leaving, he's not the only one, too. There's another Republican. Here it is. Another Republican rep, Gary Gates, fled Texas in a, in a private jet at the height of the deep freeze. That's what Republicans do. While they're um, c- claiming to support the troops and thank you for your service, they don't serve anybody but themselves. Just like uh, know them by their fruits. Action speaks volumes. Who's this guy? Let's see. Texas state lawmaker Gary Gates lost power at his Fort Bend County home on Tuesday. On Wednesday, he hopped on a pri- on his private jet to the magical land of Orlando, Florida. His ill-timed escape came the same day as Senator Ted Cruz and his family flew to Cancun. This is from the Daily Beast. Anna Lucia Morillo wrote this. Gates, a Republican, said he made the decision after his pipes burst. 30% of his home flooded and he began to see mold. My wife is still recovering from an illness and she, that she's been battling for two weeks. So I'll wear a mask, maybe. And the room of my adult daughter, who is mentally handicapped and still lives with us, flooded. Gates told the local TV station in an interview that he needed to get to a place where he would have dependable power, dependable internet, dependable phone in order to continue his professional duties. He couldn't go stay with his other daughter, he said, because she had also lost power. Apparently, Florida was the next best solution. But adding confusion to an already baffling decision, a reporter from... The Fort Bend Star tweeted that Gates' chief of staff told him Gates flew to Orlando for a business meeting. So uh, the lies start. That's who they are. Everything is bullshit, lies, cover up. The lawmaker said he did attend a meeting with a vendor for his property management business in Florida, while in Florida, but denied if it was pre-planned. He also said the Fort Bend Star's source was not his actual chief of staff. I mean, oh yes, everybody's picking on them. So many of the constituents were in the same predicament and they did not have the chance to take a flight or leave town, said Cynthia Guignard, chairwoman of the Fort Bend County Democrats. Nope, you can't raise the temperature. Nope, you can't bring back the water, but you can be there, she said. Constituents were also enraged when they found out about their representative's flight. This is what they do. My representative's in friggin' Texas right now. You're welcome. It really, AOC is my representative. It really would have been nice to have a state representative helping on the ground, working at a warming center, packing food, etc., rather than immediately flying off on a private plane when the going gets tough. That's what they do. You're nothing to them. You get it? Just like they don't give a crap if you die. That's the way it was meant to be. Survival of the fittest. Just like that asshole's statement, that mayor that we read the other day. That's what they think. 
they said the he said the quiet part out loud. They're not in government for altruism. They're not in government to go help. Especially when the going gets tough. That's not what they're there for. They're there to make the going tough. That's it. That's their purpose. Make it worse. Make it suck. Make it ugly. But as long as you give me my piece of the pie, give me my slice. Uh, the uh, there's a uh, there's greed going on here. There's money being passed again. As long as I get my cut, that's who they are. Otherwise, you if. If it wasn't, if I, prove me wrong, okay? If they were there for altruism, they would, they wouldn't fly away. If you're there to serve and help, you don't fly away. When the going gets tough, you would go out, you're cold, yeah, it sucks. Your neighbors, your constituents, the people who pay your friggin' paycheck, you failed. You failed them on so many levels. You failed them when, uh, for, <laughs> in regard to creating the circumstances that made this possible. You failed them. Jesus Christ. It's like, reminds me of, you know, I knew a guy, I knew a guy once, and he, he passed away unfortunately years ago but he i knew him from the rooms of the the um community of recovering addicts and alcoholics you know he was in recovery but he had he had hepatitis or something he needed a liver transplant and they put him way way down on the list because of his alcoholism so even though he had been clean for 10 years and going on more and more time, he, he died before he was able to get a liver transplant that he needed to live, even though he had been clean for years and years and years. But they used his addiction against him, saying, well, we, what are we going to do? We're going to give you, you, are, you ruined the liver you God gave you. Now we're going to give you another one? We're going to give it to somebody who's not going to drink it into an early grave. But in my opinion, this is what it feels like watching Texas. You know? If nothing is changing, if nothing changes, if these, well, clearly these Republicans, these um, representatives, they're not changing, so they got to be changed themselves. But otherwise, what, what are we going to do? Keep bailing you out? Again, you put yourself in this situation. Am I wrong? It's not like, and, and you can argue, it's not like addiction, in a sense, which is a disease, but it is a delusion. See, addiction may not be a choice, but is being um, wedded to this, this fantasy of conservatism. Is that a choice? That's not a... It's not a, uh, I mean, maybe we could, we could break it down like that. Is, does it run in families like addiction does? Is it, uh, I mean, it's, it's, I would say it's damn destructive. It's all, but the thing, well, I guess in a way it's like addiction because with, when you're in addiction, 
you're not the only one who suffers. You're bringing the whole community with you. That's the truth. I remember when I was using back in the day, and my very good friend said that to me. You don't, you're not doing this to yourself. You're taking everybody with you. This is what she said. And it was one of those moments where I was like, saw a moment of clarity where I saw, oh, wow, yes, I see that. It's selfish to do that, to be, to be self-destructive because you take everybody with you. You take your job, you take your mother, your father, your loved ones, your friends, you take your whole community with you. you. Isn't it the same, though, with republicanism? They're not bringing anything to the table. They're, and we also, uh, I guess it's sort of like they, they have one idea all the time. It's the same idea. Everything that happens, this is why they are unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation, because their only idea is the same ideas that make make everything suck to begin with deregulation well it's two ideas deregulation and tax cuts that's it those are their ideas you see that's it anybody else got another idea that you can point out that they bring to the table i know well the their racist ideology their racist bullshit that's a tactic but their i and their racist crap runs cover for their other ideas, quote unquote, which is deregulation and tax breaks, which is what brought us here to begin with. What made Texas the disaster it is. Hey, 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 hey. My name is Tara Devlin. What's going on? Let me see. I'm checking in. I have to check in with the chat. Let's see. Where are you? Yeah. Republican. Slow Tree says Republicans are addicted to their cult leader, Trump. Yes. Commander Bond, make Texas have state income. Wait, wait, wait. I lost you. State income tax to pay for their mistakes. Right. Jerry Jones, this freeze is like hitting the jackpot. Texans are already receiving $10,000 power bills. Yes, capitalism, well, you say stinks. I say sucks. There you go. Right now, these poor people of Texas are getting hit with bills. Out of control. Wait, I I did have one of these articles. Let me see. Texas power bills. They have effing balls. You see, not the people getting the bills. I'm talking about this, the corrupt system. Of course, though, the the person who went right on TV, went right to the propaganda channels to spread the bullshit that it was the Green New Deal that doesn't exist, which was Texas's real problem during their their catastrophic event, which is still going on. He's uh, Greg Abbott, Texas's governor's 
biggest donors are from the very energy industry that failed. So from ABC News, let's see, Paul Weber and Noman Merchant write, as a frozen Texas reels under one of the worst electricity outages in U.S. history, isn't that the way for Republicans? When, they, when you go, it's go big or go home, right, Texas? This, we could have seen this coming. We've been telling you. Okay, all right, I'm sorry. Republican Governor Greg Abbott has blamed grid operators and ice wind, oh wait, iced over wind turbines, <laughs> right, sorry, but gone easier on another culprit than the oil and gas industry. That is the state's dominant business and his biggest political contributors. Of course, there you go. That doesn't, it doesn't matter how many children die of hypothermia, how many women, old women see, find the corpses of their husbands in the yard after half frozen to death. That doesn't matter. Capitalism works, as Bloomberg says. As the toll deepened Friday from a week of historic winter storms, which have killed more than 20 people. I think it's more than that now. Wait, what? Well, it's the 20. This article was from yesterday. <clears throat> Excuse me. The dog piling on a power grid that is proudly isolated from the rest of the country ignores warnings known by the state GOP leaders for years. It's almost like a murder suspect blaming their right hand for committing the crime, says Democratic State Rep. James Tell Talak or Arico. His suburban Austin home lost power for 40 hours, had no working, working faucets. When roughly one in four people in Texas woke up under instructions to boil water, which is still going on. Like most of the state's 30 million residents, Talak, I can't say this word. What's wrong with me? Um, his power is controlled by grid managers at the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, which Abbott again laying into Thursday more than 40, wait, 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 more than 4 million people at one point were enduring outages. And the people in this council, the Electric Reliability Council, they don't even live there. That's the other thing. Well, whatever. They're rich, fabulously wealthy. They're rich, they're rich. Let's see, don't live in Texas. Because <clears throat> that's all that matters, right? As long as you have heat and water, right? As long as you can fly off to Cancun or Florida, as the case may be. As long as you can make a buck for you and, and your friends. That's the meaning of government, not to make sure that people have power and heat and water when they need it the most. You see, that's what's so disgusting about the Republican Party in general. When you need them, they're never there. They leave you on the battlefield every time. Oh, yeah, because that's what it's about. Leaving you on the battlefield. If you're if you're on the battlefield, you're a sucker. That's what Twitler said about veterans, losers, and suckers. 
So that's what they, that guy who had to, what's his name, Boyd, who resigned. He said, yeah, you're a loser. So it's not my responsibility. Yes, it is. That's what, what is government except to ensure that people have the basic necessities, the basic infrastructure when they need it the most? Isn't that the mark of a functioning civilization? This is a joke. You see what the Republicans have done to this country? They have turned us into a damn joke. And worse than that, they've turned us into a, a, a warning for the rest of the world. And it's shocking, it's sad, and most of all, really, it's sad. Because nobody wants to live like this in a country where you got to be embarrassed. But I'm tired as a normal person, as a progressive. I am so effing tired of pointing these things out to people who refuse to listen. So what do you do? I say... With uh, as far as being a, a normal person, progressive, democrat, liberal, you must keep evolving without them. But we have a lot of uh, things, a lot of the Republican policies and conservative policies from both the left and the right weighing us down ensuring that this is going to happen again. Uh, well, the only, really, the only thing we have, the only thing we really can do to affect change is continue to get the word out. In the meantime, while we push the policies, while we push the representatives to do the things, to, to do the progressive things we need, but trust me, I, I'm telling you right now, Republicans will not learn this lesson. They'll, they'll do whatever they can. They will continue to blame AOC and the Green New Deal. They will. They'll continue to blame Democratic politicians that don't exist, like Donald F. and Trump Jr. And... It will happen again if we allow it. So, and as ABC News writes, the crisis has put the fossil fuel industry that lavishes the Texas capital with money in the crosshairs in ways Abbott has not yet to navigate when steering America's second largest state through other disasters, including hurricanes and an ongoing pandemic. For the first time Thursday, Abbott called on Texas to mandate that power plants be winterized. Oh, well, welcome to the party. Welcome. Welcome to normalcy. Government. Go I thought government was the problem. This is what drives me insane. We've been hearing this for years. Government's always the problem, isn't it? Until it's not. It's, it's not the problem, you morons. I'm not talking to you guys. I'm talking to R Greg Abbott. It's, all, it's only the... See, they like government just fine. Greg Abbott loves government. There's no bigger parasite than the right-wingers. That's what they do. They suck on the government constantly while ensuring that you, you don't get to suck on the government at all. 
you see? And not that you're sucking on it. We're, we're, we have a right, a duty. We should, we need to, we should expect a government that functions for us. Because we're, we're the ones who put our bodies on the line to create it and keep it going. Oh, freedom isn't free? What do Republicans do? What, what, what's the price that they pay? For this government, because now, once again, we come swooping down to fix the Republican disasters. Everything they touch, they turn to crap. Everything. We could have told them. You, you don't want to be on the grid? You don't want to be on the... Uh, the rest, you don't, you don't bring anything to the... You don't want to be part of the country until there's a problem. Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. Anybody, am I wrong? Yes, the U.S. has a failed democracy. Yes, play Dave on the chat. Yeah. You know what else? Um, we also have the picture of Ted Cruz's dog sitting there. Poor thing. What's with Republicans and their dogs? Don't they know how to take care of things? Of course not. Not even their own dog. Remember when Mitt Romney put his dog on top of the roof of his car going 75 miles an hour down the highway? Disgusting. And they thought it was funny. Mitt Romney thought it was funny. They shared it. Because the dog... was so scared he soiled himself on the roof. Well, you put Mitt Romney on the effing roof, please. You see? Who puts a dog on the roof and thinks it's funny? And then Ted Cruz abandons his dog in the middle of this disaster, leaving the dog. He's saying that the house was freezing. There's no water. The house is freezing. So you leave your dog behind? And, oh, he said he did it because he wants to be a good dad. Real good dad. Showing your daughters that when the going gets tough, we get going the F out of here. And we leave our little snowflake behind. That's the dog's name. Because that's how you teach. You, you, you want to be a good dad. You're teaching them the Republican way. Taking no responsibility, taking absolutely no responsibility, and never learning either. Who gets to be Ted Cruz's age and thinks leaving a dog home alone in a in a house that has no heat and water thinks that's a good idea? A living creature. I mean, and who thinks that, uh, t- uh, like like Mitt Romney? Putting a dog, strapping the dog to the top of a car uh, in the luggage rack. Who would ever think that that's a friggin' good idea? Who would do that? It's it's beyond belief. How do you think that that's a good idea? Putting your dog on the roof? Put him in the car with you, you freak. Why would anybody do that? 
but that's who they are. I guess it's something wrong. I can't talk. Something damaged in them where they can't put themselves in the shoes of other people. They don't even care about their own dogs. It's beyond belief. You put a dog in the car. You don't put it on your roof. So this poor animal doesn't know what's going on. All it knows is all of a sudden it's flying down the highway at 60 miles an hour. And that's not comfortable. But then, of course, they make a joke out of it. And then Ted Cruz, I mean, the whole thing, they're all of them. Are there any redeeming qualities? I guess that's the point. And we don't even want to go into Mike Huckabee's son who hanged the dog for fun. These sick bastards. Right. Jim on the chat says, doesn't even occur to them to be caring. Exactly. It's beyond belief. I wouldn't leave. Would you? Would you leave a dog if... That this is part of the problem with well when um, during Katrina and during natural this is why now in natural disasters the federal government makes accommodation for people and their pets because there were people that wouldn't leave their pets in Katrina and they died the pet and the person so I wouldn't leave my pet either. Thankfully now in emergencies. Dogs and cats are welcome and animals. Because people, yeah, that's good. That's a good thing. If you have compassion, you care about other creatures, you have a human heart. That's what it means, being a human. Yes, Paradu on the chat. Humans versus conservatives. Exactly. That's what it is. Are you a human being? This is why I call them waste of human DNA. You should know better. What is wrong with them? Leaving your dog in the middle of a freezing house with no water and taking an effing off to Cancun. Sick. And that's what you teach your daughters. You see, that's what's even worse. I, wanting to be a good dad, uh, my kids wanted to leave, so wanting to be a good dad, oh, hold on, everybody, I'm just gonna, I'll be right back, I'm just gonna drop my kids off in another country, hold, everybody, uh, I swear, uh, it's gonna be quick, you won't even miss me, and then the Republicans, you actually have them making excuses for him, oh, he, he had this planned all along, Everyone is, oh, they're piling on. Why don't you talk about, of course, the whataboutism. Oh, Cuomo, right? Now, see, Republicans want to know with Governor Cuomo. I, I don't like Governor Cuomo either. He's a damn Republican, in my opinion, but he's not like, uh, you know, a Ted Cruz Republican. He's a tedious corporate Democrat, which is... Sort of like a, you know, that's a Repu that's a normal Republican. These, the ones that we have nowadays are something's way off the evolutionary chart in the wrong direction. 
But now you notice they're all, um, they're concerned about the people that died because they were sent to nursing homes. Well, this was not a, a first of all, I hate to be put in the position of defending Cuomo or defending any of them, any of these corporate Dems or Republicans, but it's, the fact is, nobody would have sent people to a nursing home on purpose if they knew they were going to kill them. This was a policy that was not just a New York thing. Yes, and there was, I'm sure he didn't want to release the numbers, and that's who, that's what corporate uh, Dems do. Corporate Dems, just like corporate cons, they all suck. But he knew that Twitler, they were going to use, just use it against in any way that they can foment political, get political points because that's it see we only care about the people who died out of the i guess incompetence cuomo's incompetence but not the five hundred thousand who died because twitler said that the virus was going to disappear like a like a miracle it's sickening to me all of it <sighs> No, why? I didn't even want to talk about that. It just comes up. Unreal. But here's Republicans from Washington Monthly. Texas blackout of 2021 was primarily a human failure. Here. By James Cargus. The world's energy capital... Houston just suffered one of the greatest energy failures in America with 4.4 million people left to face Arctic temperatures with no heat. Isn't that nice, Republicans? Thanks. I'll be right back. Yes. We often take for granted how much our daily lives depend on a massive and complicated electrical grid that is simultaneously invisible and on every power pole and in every room, visible with a light switch and an electric outlet. Behind these massive grid failure is a system that operates in real time, feeding off countless smart meters, blah, 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 blah. But the wind turbines did not cause the blackout. Of course, I'm just paraphrasing. Uh, federal oversight would have not made a difference. Let's see, he said, frozen fingers are being pointed at Ircott's lack of federal oversight because the feds regulate interstate commerce. Texas avoids it by not integrating, blah, blah, blah. Federally regulated systems fared only slightly better. The problem is they needed to winterize. They were warned. If Art, if, uh, what do you call it, wind turbines are right now functioning in Antarctica, why not here in the United States? Well, it's because the United States of serfs and lords, never, the, the, the lords in the United States of serfs and lords never met uh, a sacrifice. They couldn't sign you and me and everybody else up for. So that's why... 
Ted Cruz, the Republicans fleeing town. Well, when it hits them, when the consequences of their actions come to their doorstep, they t- they f off. But they've they have it's they're only effing off, literally, but they have effed off figuratively their entire political careers. Unbelievable. Where is this? Yes, it's well, it's the party of stupid. Oh, here's the thing I wanted to read. Four more in all of this. Okay, going on. Four more states propose harsh new penalties for protesting fossil fuels. This is this is the priority of Republicans. Arkansas, Kansas, Minnesota, and Montana. Dawn Goodman spent her 50th birthday among towering pines and yellow birches whose tree rings make her lifespan seem like a child's in comparison. But on that cool overcast Saturday in December, the growling of construction trucks and chainsaws drowned out the natural soundscape of the gushing fresh water and wind whispering between pine needles and the banks of the Mississippi River. Goodwin was at this river crossing near Palisade, Minnesota, to protest the construction of the energy company Enbridge's Line 3 Pipeline, a $9.3 billion project to carry tar sands oil, one of the dirtiest varieties of crude oil, from Jolette, North Dakota, to a terminal facility in Minnesota. From there, it distributed to refineries Goldwyn winced as workers felled a mighty spruce. At that moment, the tree spoke to me saying, I'm being disrespected. I am medicine. Oh, they Republicans must get a real kick out of that when people say they care about trees being respected. They think that's very, um, that's hilarious. Not that we need trees, or do, don't we? And they're just cutting me and throwing me out with no care. I felt like I needed to go and pick it up, so I walked over. Without realizing it, she stepped over an invisible border and had officially trespassed onto the construction site. Within seconds, a half a dozen police officers surrounded her, carrying zip ties to arrest her. Video footage of the incident shows her bundled in an oversized green hoodie, with uh, fellow activists chanting, let her go. Under a new bill in the Minnesota legislature, Goodwin could face steep consequences. Had any of her fellow activists caused even minor damage to the equipment, the bill could have virtually held anyone even remotely involved liable for the damage, threatening protesters with 10 years in prison and $20,000 in fines. This is all while, you know, we're trying to save this country and Earth from the same old consequences again and again and again. What the, the problem is that, see, one of the, the steps on um, the steps to reclaiming a government is when the law enforcement refuses their orders. So, for example, in this example, this woman is arrested... We know where we will win when the cops don't show up and arrest these people. Everything is a choice. But 
I guess we haven't had enough pain. Ugh. All right. Guys, guys, what time is it? Where are we? Where are you? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm looking at the chat. So much for a Republican love of free speech. Exactly. If Texas wants to flex their independence, have them repay the federal government for the assistance. Of course, we in New York City, because this, how many, um, it's, uh, well, how many billions and trillions of dollars? Wait, let me see. Joe Biden has already declared a state of emergency. Let's see. Because he's not a vindictive prick. Like... Of course, Twitler or any of the other Republicans, any time. Remember, wasn't it Ted Cruz? Now that I'm saying this, I'm thinking Ted Cruz denied funding for Hurricane Sandy. Am I wrong here under the guise of his supposed concern about the deficit? Oh, my God. You see, Texas, you got to get rid of Ted Cruz legally and peacefully. We're trying to help. I'm, um, we're sending f- funding. We're sending our representatives down there to help. We're coming with practical help for you people. And you're sending us Ted Cruz, who wants to overthrow the government, who wants to throw out my vote, your vote, Democratic votes, who can't even say Democratic Yeah, Ted Cruz, now that I said this, Ted Cruz is being called out for voting against Hurricane Sandy relief now that he's asking Biden to help Texas. Isn't it always the same? And trust me, if something happens, when something happens here in in, uh, normal, in blue states, we'll have the same old Ted Cruz, we'll... He'll uh, pop up again. We'll hear how much uh, he cares about the deficit. So this is an uprocks, Matt Prigg. Texas and neighboring states are in a rough patch right now with a freak winter storm. But, okay, let me get to the... One of Texas's senators has rightly called for disaster relief, and hopefully they will get it quick. Two things, though. Not only was Cruz among the number of Republicans who made jokes last year. Oh, here, remember this. When California suffered through their own energy crisis. See, I forgot about that. Because there's so much disgusting behavior. When, uh, as far as Republicans are concerned, it never stops. They made jokes. I remember this now. Let me see. Ted Cruz, California is now unable to perform even basic functions of civilization, like having reliable electricity. Biden, oh, here, Biden, Harris, and AOC want to make California's failed energy policy the standard nationwide. I hope you don't have air conditioning. That's the Republican for you. A good one. Unbelievable. Now with Texas suffering a similar fate, the cold weather has caused an increase in energy uses. The state can't keep up. 
Cruz and his buddies' words are coming back to bite them. <laughs> unreal. Well, not unreal. Not unreal. Dan Crenshaw, remember that? Alexa, show me what happens when you let Democrats control energy policy. <laughs> Unbelievable. Good one, Dan. Oh, my God. Alexa, show me what happens when a Republican ever learns from their mistakes and changes. So, let's see. People are saying, uh, this is from the same guy who voted no hurricane, Sandy Relief. Cruz, along with fellow Texan Senator John Cornyn, joined forces to request federal assistance. They wrote, prolonged sub-freezing temperatures, strained energy capacity, and treacherous roadways are just a few of the current dangers faced by Texans. In the last three days, I've been... There have been 11 crash-related fatalities, unfortunately. Yes. Wait, hold on a second. My name is Tara Devlin. What do you think about that? Become a patron at patreon.com if you can. When we're doing some unapologetic liberal talk, reading this Ted Cruz, this is him asking the federal government for help. In the last three days, there have been 11 crash-related fatalities as road conditions deteriorate. More than 23,000 Texans, that's it, have lost power? When is this? And frozen pipes have impacted water distribution. This is all very notable, but where was Cruz in 2012 when parts of New York and New Jersey were underwater from a freak hurricane? And why did he think power outages in California last summer was a time to attack AOC. But it's never the wrong time to attack AOC when it comes to these Republicans. That's how you know AOC is correct. She's on the right track. She's promoting the right policies that we need. That's how you know the Confederacy of Republican traitorous dunces are all uh, aligned against her. On a related note, parts of the GOP, including Representative Lauren Boebert, have blamed their ills on the Green New Deal, which hasn't even been voted on, much less enacted. And so, much like that time, he tried to reach out to AOC, only to be reminded that he had nearly helped get her and many others like her killed, well, many others, not just like her, but everybody, Killed by MAGA rioters, Cruz's attempt at do-goodery only reminded many that he's a jerk. Yes, people wrote back, Ted Cruz is the same piece of shit who opposed disaster relief for Hurricane Sandy, but then asked for it after Hurricane Harvey hit. Yep. Isn't it just like a Republican? Trying to be a good dad, I guess. Showing Republican hypocrisy. Showing your daughters that you cover your own ass. You save yourself. F your fluffy little Bichon Freeze or whatever they're called. You take off. If she freezes, she freezes. If you, if you die, you die. 
Republicans love Jesus. They want you to see him quicker. Unreal. Isn't this unbelievable having to share this? How can you share this country with these people? Right? You can't. You, I mean, okay, let me, let me f- clarify. We have always had to share the country with morons and anti-American, anti-democratic fascists, undercover fascists or out in the open. But you don't give them power. You don't allow them to have power. The only time this country has ever taken leaps forward and had come close to being a more perfect union are the times when we've enacted progressive policies. Period. End of sentence. It's enough. And that's why I do hope you guys did your homework and called Nancy Pelosi. This is an aside. And told her to stop saying, stop asking uh, for Dem- for Republicans to take back their party because America needs the Republican Party. Please. Please. Well, another corporate Dem who isn't my favorite from the Hill. He's, uh, Beto O'Rourke says, we're near, we are near a failing state in Texas due to the Republican leaders. Yeah, that's how you got to talk. We got to give credit where credit is due. And that, and I also hope the Democrats, the normal people, progressives, they, they listen to this show. Tell them. Tell them that we're only giving the, the party of personal responsibility the responsibility. You, know, you don't just get to take responsibility or claim that motto when you're trying to strip people of health care. You also get to take it when you strip people of their electric grid. He, he says, so much was avoidable, he said, going back to the deregulation of our electric grid here in Texas, which has actually created an incentive not to weatherize or protect against these events. That's good. This is how you have to talk. You know, it, it heartens me. It gives me hope when I hear even the corporate Democrats speaking like that. Because that's the way, that, I mean, not only is it the truth, but it's the way we have to push the progressive policies without apology. And, I mean, we're being accurate. It is accurate to point out who sucks around here. Who's, who sucks? Oh, and another thing, actually speaking, I mean, I'm going back now. I can sit in a oh, restaurant wait, in my home. An ad you know, just start popped this up, just started two- playing in my ear. Did you see this? I should have brought this up when we were talking about the dogs, but what the F is this? These Republicans on Newsmax? mocked Joe Biden's dog Champ mocking his appearance what is wrong with these freaks Newsmax hope great um host Greg Kelly took aim at President Biden's dog Champ on Friday mocking his appearance 
during a segment on his show. Did you see that dog? Kelly asked, referring to Champ. Doesn't he look a little uh, rough? I love dogs, but this dog needs a bath and a comb. And all kinds of loving care, love and care? What does a Republican know about love and care? I've never seen a dog in the White House like this. They even hate dogs. Kelly then compared Champ to Buddy, former President Clinton's Labrador retriever, and Millie, former President George H.W. Bush's English Springer Spaniel. I remember Buddy. I remember Millie. I remember lots of dogs, but not a dog who seems, I don't know, I don't know how much love and care he's getting. Kelly then introduced two guests. One of the guests, Craig Shirley, said Champ looked very dirty and disheveled, very unlike a presidential dog like Millie or Victory or any other dog that I've seen in the White House. Can you believe them? He's a 12-year-old German shepherd. He's, tw- he's old. Let's get, I want to show you something I noticed. Hold Doesn't on. Doesn't he look a little, uh, little rough? <laughs> I love dogs. But this dog needs a, a bath and a comb and uh, all kinds of love and care. I've you never seen a prick. dog in the White House uh, like this. I've, I remember Buddy. I remember Millie. You I remember piece lots of, of dogs, human but not a dog waste. Wasted human know. DNA again. Love and care he is getting. Let's bring in the historians. I, I'm having fun with this, obviously. He's, of course, he's getting loving care. He's a 12-year-old German Shepherd. I like to see this fucker when he's a hundred and uh, what in dog years? A hundred and seven? Hundred and son of a bitch. But I, I, I do want to talk about some stuff. Craig Shirley, Reagan biographer, presidential historian. Greg, Reagan. Welcome back. And Doug Weed, presidential historian, former advisor to George H.W. Bush. That's the White House where I remember Millie. Millie had like a staff and they really took care of her. Very beautiful dog. This dog looks like from, I'm sorry, from the junkyard. And I love Fuck that you. dog. But he looks like he's not been well cared for. Really? No, not, not <laughs> at all. Thank you for having us. Wow. Uh, no, he looks very dirty and disheveled and uh, oh very God. unlike a presidential dog like uh, Millie or Victory or something else in the past in the, uh, pre- in the White House. They have a panel in there to discuss this. A bunch of, oh, I like to see, look at this guy now. Look at him. How's he looking? Looking pretty disheveled. Something else uh, in the past in the uh, present. I like to see what he looked like when he was 22. He probably didn't look much different. He's probably... I don't even know. What is, how old does he look? He Maybe he is 22. That's just what happens when you're a Republican. It ages you. You get real ugly. The inside ugly. Sickening. Everything about these Republicans, they, there's no redeeming qualities to them. Picking on a 12-year-old German Shepherd. An elderly dog. Freaks. Bastards. Is this a... Oh my God, the show! Guys, this is Pterodactyl, Devlin. From Tara Buster, become a patron at patreon.com slash Tara Devlin. 
Remember, we stick together, we win, and we will win. We're on the right side of history, we're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. Become a patron. Patreon.com. I'll see you later. We stick together. We win. Ah, F that up. All right. We're back. That was Progressive Voices. I have to cut the show down for Progressive Voices. It is what it is, but we're still doing a show, okay? I don't know. I hope you like it. I hope you, I don't know what else. I hope you care. I know you do. Thank you all. We got a lot of people in the chat over at youtube.com slash C for channel slash Tara Buster. I'm also working on, what else is happening? We're doing... You know, you guys know that the that Facebook shut down the Tara, I mean the RDT Daily Facebook page and basically destroyed republicandirtytricks.com. It's over. So it sucks because it took me 12 years to build up an audience of 160,000 people. Now we're starting from way behind at the Tara Buster Facebook page. So if you can become, uh, or not just become a patron, but sign up for the Tara Buster Facebook page and other things. Uh, we're doing a website. I'm going to have a Tara Buster website. So we'll put everything there. Because I realized that it was hard to find Tara Buster. So people will most likely want to, they expect to have a website. So going to have that and then hopefully we'll have some original articles and whatnot over at the Tarabuster website and then I want to make some we're going to get some I don't know I got to do something about the the gifts the patron gifts got to give some gifts out but I have to make them first or make I was thinking of I don't know what do you think magnets maybe some nice magnets I don't know Everything, you see how it is? It's all an investment in what? Having a functioning democracy? This is what it takes. We don't have the Mercer family. We only have each other. So there we go. And when, um, I'll make you this promise. So if you're a patron now, when we get new swag in, everybody will get something. All right? But it will take, because I'm the only one doing it, so... It will take time for not only to get it done, but also mail it. But nothing has been created yet. We have to, it's all in the planning phases. All right. And speaking, all right, here we go. I wanted to just read something from Greg Palast at gregpalast.com. And he connects the dots too. Greg, <laughs> he writes, uh, Texas gets laid. How the Bush family turned off the lights. Maybe because Texas gave us that wet-lipped huckster, Ted Cruz. You think that the state deserves to freeze in the dark. I get Finally that. Finally tonight for you, we have a oh, judge yeah, who on. ordered Dominic Pozzola the must fuck? remain in custody on destruction. I hate when that happens. An ad just 
started playing in my ear from a browser that was open. Okay, so he writes, Greg Palace writes, I get that, but it's not their fault, at least not the victims burning family heirlooms to stave off frostbite. What happened was entirely predictable. Power distribution expert attorney Beth Emery said of the blackouts, she told me this 20 years ago, after the first blackouts in Texas and California, following the cruel experiment called deregulation of the power industry. Until 1992, the USA had just about the lowest electricity prices in the world and the most reliable system. For a century, power companies had been limited by law to recovering their provable costs plus a reasonable, quote-unquote, for example, reasonable being small profit. But in 19... Didn't I say this the other day? This is why I'm bringing it up. In 1992, George H.W. George Bush, in the last gasps of his failed presidency, began to deregulate the industry. Deregulate is a misnomer. Decriminalize describes it best. With the free market, quote-unquote, supposedly setting the price of power, Texas-based Enron was freed to use such techniques as ricochet or get shorty, and Death Star, this is what they, internal documents, they called this, to blow prices through the roof when weather shut down power plants. This week was not the first game of Texas gougem. Enron was not the only Lone Star power pirate. Houston Power and Light was ramping plants up and down at odd hours, which whistleblowers said was deliberate. Bush's son, Shrub, Texas Governor George H. George W. Bush, excuse me, signed the law, signed a law in 1999, forcing the state's hapless customers to accept any price the free market dictated. The quote free market, the bullshit free market. Enron's Ken Lay, the CEO, showed his appreciation by becoming Baby Bush's number one donor for W's presidential ambitions. This week's wholesale electric prices in Texas, normally $50 per megawatt hour, busted over $9,000 megawatts per hour. Again, it happens with every cold snap and heat wave. One shop owner showed the Daily Beast her electric bills, which blew up from $34 a month to $450 on a single day. Every state in America interconnects their power lines to provide backup in case of emergencies, except Texas. To prevent federal regulation, Texas deliberately has refused to connect its lines to other states. The federal government, which has restored a modicum of protection, can only police utilities that are connected to the national grid. So Texas literally cut itself off from the rest of the U.S., Texas Governor Egg, Greg, Egg, Greg Abbott blames windmills for this week's deadly disaster. Some wind farms froze, but California is sitting on a massive excess power capacity with 80,000 megawatts of capacity. The Golden State often gives away power for free to other states. This week, the sun is shining in L.A., and our solar, wind, and hydro generators could easily unthaw Texas if the Lone Star State hadn't been laid. 
and he means effed, by the Bushes. Of course, the rulers of Texas, the beneficiaries of freezer-burning pricing, know this. This week, former Texas Governor Rick Perry, Trump's first energy secretary, said Texas Texans would be without electricity for longer than three days to keep the federal government out of their business. Are you enjoying this, Texas? I guess that's what Rick Perry is telling you, because you value freedom. Well, nobody's freer now than all those who died, I suppose. They have no more worries. They don't have to worry about any Republican picking their pocket or trickling on them. Well, Rick and Ted can tan out in Cancun while oxygen, oxygen machines shut down. The solution is democracy. I didn't need a crystal ball in 1998 when I predicted that California, Texas, Oregon, and Rio de Janeiro would go dark if they, and cold if they deregulated their power markets. In a series of lectures at Cambridge University, the London School of Economics, and the University of San Paolo, yes, I had a life before journalism. This is Greg Palace talking and writing. I said in academic terms, the screaming obvious, there is no such thing as a free market in electricity. Electricity isn't a bagel. You can't skip it in the morning when the prices go berserk. Or find another shop, electricity shop nearby. It's the same thing for healthcare, by the way. The alternative to blackouts and price gouging in democracy is regulation. Regulation is a mean is merely the enforcement of public voted rules to protect the public from economic overlords. And that's why Republicans can't abide that. Their whole purpose is to turn the American people into nothing but hosts from which these economic overlords suck profit and discard. The alternative, and that's me talking, not Greg, but here's Greg again. The alternative to free market mania was first applied when the man who electrified America, President Franklin Roosevelt, said this. To the people of the country, I have but one answer on this subject. Judge me by the enemies I've made. Judge me by the selfish purposes of these utility leaders who have talked about radicalism while they were selling watered stock to the people and using our schools to deceive the coming generation. My friends, my policy is as radical as the Constitution of the United States. I promise you this, never shall the federal government part with its sovereignty or with its control of its power resources, not while I'm president of the United States. Where's FDR? <sighs> We need a demo we need a part a democratic party of FDR again. To make his point, the Roosevelt Justice Department arrested the nation's top utility executive and busted up his holding companies. Democratizing the electric system also produced another alternative to Ken Kenleyism, socialism. In the nineteen thirties, much of America had no electric services. Roosevelt launched the massive rural electric cooperatives, the Tennessee Valley and Bonneville-powered administrations and other publicly owned systems that provide cheap, reliable, nonprofit power to one-fifth of America. 
Darkness at Noon in Portland. This is uh, the title of this rest of this paragraph. The reason Portland, Oregon went dark this week goes back to July 20th, 2005, when the governor of Oregon, Ted Kogloski, vetoed a bill that would have allowed the city's residents to take ownership of the Enron-owned system, power system. According to my professors, Milton Friedman and George Stigler, the problem with the formerly regulated and publicly owned systems is that they were too reliable. Utilities, which could only charge what they spent, supposedly gold-plating the system, example, invested too much into making sure it works. The privateers of Portland and Houston can now pocket the savings from letting their systems decay, and they have. So the solution to the deadly darkness is, ov is obvious. Mr. Roosevelt? More Mr. Roosevelt and less George Bush. Absolutely. This is the solution. We know a bit. We've talked about it here all the time. Of course it's the solution. It's always been the solution. That's why Republicans, before FDR's body was even cold, they were trying to find their FDR to compete with him in the public consciousness. And they found that in Reagan, who was, is, it a, is a disaster. Everything that's wrong with this country, including the Texas blackouts right now, or the, the power failure, the freezing of our fellow Americans in Texas, can be traced to Reagan's doorstep. And this bullshit, free market, everything, as long as a couple of people, as long as some people at the top can make a buck, then we don't have to promote the general welfare. That's what they're saying. That's what this whole thing in Texas is about. The general welfare be damned. Oh, this is a black swan event. Well, the purpose of a power grid is to have a functioning civilization, not to make a few people very rich. It's disgusting. And so I, I'm hoping, as part of what we're doing here, is getting this word out. We're in this together. We, we the people, we're in this together. There are more things uh, there uh, that are more worthy. There are things that are more, what am I trying to say? Things that matter more than greed. Right? There, we do this better together. We have to have a functioning power grid. Some things we do as a community. But we, we do everything as a community, really, when it comes down to it, including if uh, set the rules of the game, of the capitalist game. And we have to decide, ultimately, what is the meaning of life? I know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know 100%. What the, the meaning of life is it's not to make a few people very rich at the top while everybody else can go pound sand and eat cake and burn their heirlooms and die in their beds of hypothermia. Boil snow. 
Because they, they have it too good. Oh, God, the American people have it too good. They got used to flushing their toilets. That's what these Republicans want us to think. I was just trying to be a good dad by effing off and leaving you all out to die. Leaving my dog behind. Leaving my constituents behind. I was just being a good dad, teaching my daughters to be selfish pricks, too. Who have no values. The only value is greed and selfishness. I mean, that's who their standard bearer is to, uh, to the core. That's who they all are, though. They all prop up that sick system of selfishness and greed. And I've had enough of it. I don't know about you. All of them. They're unfit, incapable. And it's about time we let them know it. Without apology. Yes, I'm glad AOC is in Texas. Being this shining example of whether you you want to bash her, pick on her, call her names. She's somebody that wanted to represent her community. And not only that, she's she could use her position to help. So good. Anybody, all of these Republicans in Texas, the, who AOC, they bash AOC constantly. You should be ashamed. You think there'll be a, an apology coming? Well, you think Ted Cruz will apologize? He hasn't apologized for an insurrection. Of course not. All of the rest of the, How about them? How about, like, the Megan McCain's? Well, she lives here in New York now. She didn't live in Texas, but... I don't know. Saying, uh, oh, uh, crazy. She's crazy. Without any example, so... But that's how... Showing, showing people, this is what we do, supposedly. If you're a human being, though, one of the most tedious statements that we've all had to endure for the past however many years under this Reaganomics, this right-wing tilt that this country has been strangled by, we've had to endure all the selfishness, the, the tickling of the racist funny bones, and then we hear, this isn't who we are. No, uh, it's exactly who we are. But we're also decent, too. There are more decent people than there are of them. Oh, absolutely. And they're unfit. So the only way that they can continue to destroy this country is by cheating, blocking people from voting, using the power that the corruption, that the that the the laws that have changed to funnel money into their hands that have disempowered the American people and the American worker, they use that to keep us continually on the downward spiral. So we we have to fight. Yes. Legally and peacefully, of course. <sighs> but we fight with the moral high ground always. We've never conceded the moral high ground. And the Democrats, the corporate Dems, like to concede it for us. But that's another thing we, we have to fight. They need to be schooled. Enough of that. No. They're wrong. Republicans are wrong. 
It's about time. How about we do it this way? Just give us a sh- give us a shot. But the thing is, and like I was saying earlier, it's uh, Republicans. The insurrection. It's not. Um, it wasn't an accident. That is. The it was the point. Actually, this article in the Atlantic, Republicans back Trump because of the insurrection, not despite it, by David Graham. That's case. In, I mean, he he really does lay it out succinctly. And I'll paraphrase a couple of of the things that he writes in the morning consult poll found that 59% of Republicans want Trump to play a major role in their party, but 54% back him as the party's candidate for 2024, after the insurrection, up from 42% in the days just after the insurrection, and even when he stood in where, uh, wait, wait, and even with where he stood in late November among other potential candidates. Only Vice President Mike Pence reached double digits, like Twitler. That's more support than Trump drew in 2016. So he's more popular with them. Well, the former president, his protracted attempt to overturn the election confirmed the majority, for the majority of Americans, normal people, patriots, that Trump it was unfit for office. It proved to the majority of Republicans that he really would take drastic action to stand up for their beliefs. And this is me talking, not the article. Their their belief is, bottom line, an anti-democratic one. They don't want to have a democracy. I've been saying this for years. And here it is. When you have an insurrectionist... And the failure, too. The, all, the failure from sea to shining sea. The only thing they haven't failed at is making the rich richer. You see? That's it. So that's the point. And they haven't failed at gerrymandering and voter suppression and all of the things that we have to overcome to have a functioning civilization that doesn't, that's there when you need it, when it's freezing out. The events of January 16th were the actions of only a few thousand of the most rabid Trump supporters. And in the days that immediately followed, some observers, including Trump allies, were quick to point out that it didn't represent the mass Trump faithful. In my opinion, bullshit. But in the weeks since, the two factions have converged. During the Senate hearings, Trump's attorneys argued that his impeachment was somehow a slap in the face to the 74 million Americans who voted for him and wanted him to be reelected, conflating the two groups might seem like a cynical ploy and unfair merely uh, for those who merely voted for Trump, but not for the fact that polling shows this larger group has mostly come to accept and even, wait for it, applaud the insurrection. So... Do you understand how much danger this country is in because of these right-wingers? Literally, figuratively, in every way. Right-wingers will fail you every time. If you want a functioning society, this is what we have to bring 
to our argument, what, what the Democrats have to bring to their arguments with these right-wingers, that we're on the side of democracy. We're on the side of the founders, the patriots. We're on the side of every person that ever sacrificed their life for this country. They didn't sacrifice it so the country can have a couple of billionaires lording over a failed state that couldn't even keep its citizens warm or fed or drinking clean water. This is all the sign of a failed state, but it's the sign of failed Republican state. Jesus Christ. And it's only going to get worse because Trump will, as you guys are saying on the chat too, he he's going to be the keynote, featured, I guess, keynote speaker at CPAC. Yeah, you have an insurrection. Being a Republican means never saying you're sorry. That's it. You don't have to apologize for an insurrection, for failed infrastructure, for turning the United States into the United States of serfs and lords, for making the country the laughingstock of Earth. Oh, or the COVID capital of Earth. Yeah, the laughingstock too. How, the, uh, how do you take... Twitler seriously, and Ted Cruz, everything about this party. It's a reflection on all of us. <sighs> and even, well, all of them, Matt Getz, the rest of oh, just everything about them, they need to be put into the permanent minority, otherwise we're done. The country's done. I'm just looking at the time. I want to make sure. Okay, because I want one more thing. I wanted to show you. I don't know if you guys saw. Just an, this is a whole other. It's not about Texas. Thank you, Stephen Lee, for your super chat. Stephen Lee says, "Do you think March fourth will be another riot?" I don't know. <laughs> Probably. That's all they got. You know. It's true. They're violent thugs. Violent, anti-democratic, anti-American, un-American thugs. Dupes. They're either dupes, morons, who, or uh, they're, they're, they're cynical exploiters of the dupes. But I just want to play this one video, though, where... Oh, who's that? Hello, Ray. Ray, you're such a tease. He came up and he... Come here, Ray, Ray. Ray, Ray. Come here, Ray, Ray. Ray, Ray. See? He just came up behind me and then he was like... Meow, meow. And then I went to pick him up and he ran away. I wanted to show you guys. Let's see. I have... Oh yeah, I just wanted to play this one thing. The it's it's an example of the Republican how unfit they are. So the California Sacramento Republican Party expelled one of their members, Jeffrey Perrine, a proud boy, and it's it's classic because he behaves exactly the way you expect him to. Hold on, here we go. 
So on a yeah. Zoom call, they had the Zoom call. I want to get my lower third off. And it was being recorded. They knew it. He knew it, too. It wasn't being secretly recorded. So they were having a vote. Because <laughs> he's a fascist, and racist, uh, moron, everything that the really usually is a plus in the Republican Party. But this particular branch of the Republicans... I, they maybe they're trying not to be a complete joke. Good luck. I have no idea why they're if that's the case. Why they're Republicans? But this is the Sacra. Oh yeah, the Sacramento GOP meeting to expel a Proud Boy devolved into threats and profanity. Here, let's listen in. We have a very unfortunate task of deciding whether or not to remove a member of our committee who was uh, deemed elected in March of 2020. Um, when Jeffrey Perrine showed up on the list of candidates for Central Committee, I didn't know who he was, so I looked him up on the internet. Um, was very distressed that the only place I found him was on Antifa Sacramento's website as one of their primary targets in the committee. Can I ask what bylaw I violated? I saw, I mean... I, I'm sorry, you... Well, he, he's in the corner there. So he's getting, he's getting pro more and more progressively pissed. We're not recognized right now. Oh, Nancy, could you recognize me for a moment? I'd just like to say something for a couple seconds and then we can. Now this okay. poor guy here, what's he doing in the Republican party? Right? It always baffles me. I know why white morons, white ignorant crackers like Jeffrey Perrine are in the Republican party, but what's the appeal for somebody who has darker pigment it doesn't I don't get it eh. thanks so I am uh, I'm 34 years old social media exists now uh, Ms. Green, I don't know you but um, one thing I know is that I grew up in Watts and I never liked it when gang members would come on with threats um, I'm still not that guy and so the, your opening statement to me was a threat that if we don't do something a certain way, um, you're going to sue us. And so yes. that's, that behavior is no different from the tech companies that are threatening the censorship. The censorship oh people. My so God. in any event, we have a motion before us to uh, expel a member of the committee. We, for we actually behavior. need a motion to be made. I'm sorry. Okay, so I get so no, I get I no character witness. I get oh, you hear this? Now, Trump has taught them well. They're having a meeting. They, they have it under Robert Rules of Order, I'm sure. But... It goes off the rails because Republicans can't help themselves. Then it's like, I get no counter witnesses. I get no, this is all a lie. You're li and then it devolves into threats. A defense. That's what this motion is going to be about. It's um, nothing else. A defense. Uh, hey, I don't know. See, the defense would be not going online and writing racist things that are embarrassing. The Sacramento county republican party that's really what's going on they're trying to distance themselves from who they are who they've attracted into their cult the cult is off the rails i guess this is nancy pelosi's dream come true take back your republican party well good luck personally but i'm a staunch 
elected Republican who's had the honor of serving on this committee and one who knows what, uh, what makes up the moral fabric of this committee. You don't know shit. What I've read and seen. <laughs> and can't help himself. That's who they are. Babies. They cannot control themselves. You don't know shit. Good comeback. Now, uh, you your conduct anything. and language is beneath the standards of this committee. You don't know anything. So when approached by the Sacramento Bee about you don't know anything. <laughs> that we should smash the heads of immigrants into the concrete, you double down and you continue to cut double down, and now you're attempting a shoddy explanation of how the comments were racist. <laughs> the media didn't make you say those, say those things. You yeah. said those things. You did that See, your- it's reverse racism to him, whatever that is. Reverse race. See, that's in the so-called Proud Boys view, and in, in these incels, the morons, they they really do think that they're the picked upon class of people. I even saw a shirt the other day, just online, that said, "I'm a straight white Republican male." Well, can they say Republican male? Now that I've pissed you off. Shut your mouth. Like, I give a shit just because you, you are a straight, well, so straight acting. Let's get that straight, but straight pretending. Who knows, really? Because you don't have the courage to, to live an authentic life. So who would know? You're probably a closet case. That's what I gather. That's what makes you so angry and out of control. If you only got help, you might not you might have a nice life. You might, you might find somebody you you want to spend some time with. I don't know. Get help. That's all. That's instead of going through life like Jeffrey Perrine screaming and yelling on a Zoom call because you're getting kicked out of your little Republican club for being a racist and spreading bullshit racist crap and threats all over the internet. So instead of behaving like an adult, we wouldn't be here if he was an adult. I understand that. But he proves them right by his behavior. That he's being kicked out for threatening, uh, for being a racist, for, for posting threats. And then he starts being a racist and spreading threats. Oh. And in our initial conversation, we were led to believe as an executive committee then that you truly understood how hurtful and damaging and offensive your comments were, not only to the committee, but especially to those of us who are children of immigrants. My mom came to this country and was amnestied under Ronald Reagan. So these type of comments aren't consistent with everything that GFT represents. And in the weeks following your statements, further not videos anymore, have surfaced that demonstrate your inflammatory talk and behavior all the time. I'm coming for you, bro. And you regularly make I'm comments coming for you, bro. Case, <laughs> I'm coming for you. Tactics and violence, and you're hiding behind Look the at First him. Amendment. You hear this? And this guy, watch for him. I don't know this guy's name. I, I guess he's in the, he must be in the article about it. Uh, they're going to put him up front. I'm sure he'll have a good career. As a Republican with darker pigment or melanin, as and because hey, maybe they need him. I don't know. He doesn't seem completely a lost cause, but if you're a Republican, makes you wonder. It does. Why? Why are you in that party with people like this? You want to be around people who are decent, right? 
Isn't that why you join a party? You join a party and then you're being assaulted and threatened by a, a white, racist white cracker? All right. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much. I should have started that video earlier, but keep coming back. It works if you work it. So work it, you're worth it. Thank you so much for everything, for supporting the show. Thank you, Claire DiBerdino, DiBerdino, for your patronage. Become a patron at patreon.com slash Devil. Remember, we stick together, we win, and we will win. We are on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. We will win. We're correct. Bring back the FDR Democrats. My name is Tara Devlin. I'll see you soon. Wow, that was a lot of fast talking there. I don't know. I guess it's easier for me to see when the music counts down when it's at the end. This is the end. Boom, boom, boom. My, it's not my only friend. You're my friends. We're in this together. Thank you. You guys make me want to get out of bed in the morning. But you also make me want to go to bed and get unconscious. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Look at this shirt. Oh my God. It's so, so dirty looking. It's not. Was I holding a cat? Could that be? All right, friends. Remember, let's see. We will probably have a show on Monday. What do you think? Especially, not tomorrow, though. I need a day off. Especially if somebody becomes a patron. Then we will definitely have a show on Monday. And they will be in our family. And if you're not on the Discord Join us on Discord. That's another way you can get in touch with me and post pictures of yourself, your cats, your animals. And not on the, I know you're not, you wouldn't put a cat or a dog on the roof of your car and then take a drive. And you wouldn't leave your cat or dog in a house with no, with no heat or water. That's why we will win because we're normal people. And we have the right ideas. We're on the right side of history. It's the truth. We just have to make sure that the, you know, don't you, aren't you sick of Democrats trying to p apologize and talking about bipartisanship as if the Republicans have a clue? Me, me too. I am. All right, let me see. Thank you. I'm, I can't, I lost you. I lost my, my people. There you are. Thank you again, Errol and Jim and Stephen Lee. What else? I'm coming for you, bro. Yes, humans must win. Paradu, thank you so much. We got a lot. We had a lot of people in the chat. I don't know if not everybody was chatting, but Ray, 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 what are you doing? Come here. Look at this baby. How are you doing? Look at how good he is. So he is the cutest little meow. I wish he would do it. Make a meow. Say meow. Hmm? Ray Ray? 
What is your name? Is your name Ray Ray? Look how cute he is. <laughs> Ray, say hello to everybody. All right. Here we go. Oh, I got you. Good boy. Good boy. All right, guys, 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 guys. Listen. Listen up. You're the best. I miss you already. Isn't Ray beautiful? My name is Tara Devlin. I got to get the show ready for Progressive Voices, and I want to get unconscious. Remember what I say. We stick together. We win. And we will win because we're on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. My name is Tara Devlin. I will see you very soon.